Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 160 of the Galen Trombley Show. Um, I'm actually very excited today. This is, this is going to be new. We, we just kind of talked off air, but I'm going to learn a lot about these uh, ladies. But uh, Julia Devine and Amy uh, Guglielmo from Outside Art, they're both here. And um, if anybody has not seen, um, I guess, your production or sometimes art out and about in the community, uh, it's starting to spring up almost every street corner, and it's really cool, and it's brightening up Plattsburgh. Um, and I, again, I like driving by the one down here. You guys just, about a month ago, you finished up, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it was a 2001 summer project. Yeah, and it was, it was a lot of people. Every day I drove by, there's people out in scaffolding, painting, and, and drawing, and everything <laughs> yeah. else. And it's it's a very, uh, kind of looks like an Alice in Wonderland kind of theme. Yeah. There's a lot of like whimsical kind of drawings up there. But um, it, like I said, it's just kind of cool, bright spot as you drive to the office every morning, get to see, and I think it's really neat, and everything else you guys are doing. So uh, for people who do not know one or both of you, can you guys, we'll start off with Julia, just give us kind of a quick background, who you are, how'd you get to, uh, I guess, Plattsburgh in 2021 yeah. and getting part of Outside Art. <laughs> Plattsburgh in 2021. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm Julia Devine and I moved to Plattsburgh about 10 years ago, oh my goodness, in 2011 <laughs> from Los Angeles, California, but I am uh, grew up in Philadelphia and it's funny when we left Los Angeles that summer we came here um, I think it was Hurricane Sandy and there was actually an earthquake uh, in Plattsburgh and I was really shocked coming from California I thought I was going to leave that but it's never happened since I think it was just like a warm welcome to Plattsburgh and I remember our uh, garbage man said why would you ever move here and I was like, well, this is a beautiful part of the country. And uh, we moved here. My husband is a uh, professor of English at SUNY Plattsburgh. And I also teach at SUNY Plattsburgh in theater and English departments. And I also work uh, next door here at the train station with Lamonto Provost. And I am a musician and director. And I have four little kids who are enjoying growing up in this wonderful community. And... Uh, I met Amy in 2014, perhaps, and we both have a cultured arts background, and we wanted to work together, and this sort of all happened organically, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Perfect. And I'm Amy Guglielmo. I was born and raised in Plattsburgh, New York, product of Plattsburgh City Schools, and then couldn't wait to get out of here and <laughs> go explore the world. But I did grow up in a really artsy family. An artsy community. I was lucky. There are a lot of art programs and great art teachers that sort of sparked my interest. My mom's also an artist, and um, my dad's super um, handy with uh, woodworking and carpentry skills. So you know, it was always something that was around me as a kid. Just the idea that you can make and sort of do anything, and this community really fostered that creativity as well. So I, I left. For about 20 years, New York, California, Costa Rica, and then came back here to teach in public schools and um, was an art educator at Saranac. And I'm a children's book author. I write about artists and also a painter and <laughs> um, 
I guess. So. We wear a lot of hats. We do a lot That's of That's why things. we can get a lot of stuff done. Yeah, I mean, right? I, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something, but it'll I know, me too. <laughs> but well, that's it. No, I, well, like I said, both of those, I had like a little uh, bio about it. And I checked out your website, and there's, you know, <laughs> plenty of stuff on there. Um, but so... Art, did you guys both grow up? I mean, you said, like I said, obviously your parents are, are yeah. uh, I know your mom and, and dad, and um, I love seeing your mom's them. stuff. Yeah, she, well, I, I try not to hit their house when I golf, but I always go by, and your mom was showing me cool things she did with golf balls and stuff. I know, so. you, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, she's very, very talented. And um, so you came up with a young age with Art. Same for you, Julia? Yeah, I actually, my mom was a college teacher in Philadelphia, and the college in the summer had this really wonderful arts camp where we did everything like theater, music, ceramics, dance, and that sort of fostered my love of arts. And then I, I was a pianist and I was on music scholarship in high school and I was always involved in like theater. My brother is a professional um, painter and he's represented by a gallery in Denver. So I guess my parents weren't in the arts. My mom was a uh, sociologist and lawyer and criminal justice professor and my dad was a physical therapist and then they have these two really artistic children <laughs> um and i love i love the arts yeah so, so what do you guys get out of art like why what's the draw like why are you so drawn into art and um or different phases of art or even music well i think it, it just it makes it connects us it makes us more human um, I think it's a mistake when, like, especially educational institutions move away from valuing arts as part of their education. Um, I think it's sort of a great glue that brings everyone together, whether you're going to go into the arts or not. Um, I think it's a really powerful way for people to express themselves and for us to interpret the world. So it's I think it's really important um, I say that now too, just working, teaching at an institution that's definitely turning in a very STEM direction. I think we need like the STEAM, like the A really needs to be part of our future in science, technology and engineering and all of that um, because art helps us find our way. I think uh. it's true. Like art is everywhere, right? Everything. Mm -hmm. You can find beauty in clouds. You can find beauty everywhere. But I really like to remind my students that like the table you're sitting at an artist made that the phone that you're pretending not to use below the desk is an artist made that the shoes you're wearing, the shirt you're wearing, those are, everything is made by artists. So the idea that it's, um, something that's esoteric or just, um, made to, in, to entertain us is art is functional. And I think something like outside art actually provides a real function in our community by enlightening, educating, and um, bringing beauty, but also building community and um, sparking interest. And I think all that's really important. That's what art can do. And that sort of, you know, I've, I've always been just crave, I had this craving to make stuff and to do stuff. And I think the art is my, my weapon of choice to make a difference. Do you guys find it? Uh, I mean, anytime I've done art, I love art. I'm not... You know, I'm okay, but not like you guys. I'm like, you know, I could do, but when I, when anytime I draw or if I was to paint or if I was to do something, I used to do pottery back in the day for mm -hmm. in high school. Nice. Um, it was very therapeutic. Yeah. It was like, mm -hmm. you can just kind of do it, let your mind go. And even if it wasn't great, it was still fun to kind of morph something into, you know, something that was usable or if you draw, like I remember I used to draw just like cartoons. You'd re it wouldn't trace them, but you'd try mm -hmm. to redraw them. And it was just fun to kind of color them in and make it like, oh, that actually kind of looks like the person that, that did it. But it takes okay. your mind off of stuff for an hour or two hours or whatever and allows you just to kind of escape into this, 
you know, for me, whether it was a pen and paper, you know, it just lets you to escape in this little world of. It tickles a different part of the brain. I think that's Mm -hmm. the thing that it is such an escape for people because you're using something that you might not use on a daily basis. And I think um, that's what's so exciting to people is right. They find joy and sort of comfort in making art. And yeah. the same thing for, like, you're participating in the art if you're looking at art, too. That's another, you're using your brain to do that. Well, it's very empowering, just like you said, like, making stuff when you were a kid. I mean, being the creator, being creative, I think that can translate into so many other areas in your life in terms of problem solving or looking at something in a different way. I think art just will, like, shift you out of maybe your daily life, out of your habits, can shift your perspective. I mean, we've talked about that. Art is your weapon of choice, Amy. Art can, you know, make change. Art is therapeutic. Art can do a lot of things. It's a great tool for, again, uh, human beings to express themselves and to communicate with each other. And sometimes when we're dealing with, like, difficult issues, I think art is a great way, an entryway into um, solving those problems or issues. It's, it should be like a companion to everything almost yes. um, because I think it's a great way for people to feel comfortable, to feel like their voice is heard. Um, just in, in Plattsburgh, you were saying about you want to make things. Like moving here, I have only lived in big cities. This is my first small town experience. At first, you know, some people have been here for a while. Some people want to leave. You, you meet all sorts of people. People are jaded and want to get out of here. Or people are just, you know, happy raising their families. Um, I, I found it very exciting because it, it, it was a place where there was still uh, possibilities in a way. Yeah. In some of these other big cities, everything's already made up. Everything's already done. This is a great place for people to come and like want to make something, want to try something. There's room for you. So I think outside art came out of that too, of like, there's all these empty walls, you know, there you, opportunities you, there's, galore. <laughs> there's oper- tons of opportunities here. And for anyone who's traveled, you've seen that in other places and you, and that's, Probably, how did that make you feel when you saw a mural in somewhere else? It made you feel welcome. It made you feel like, oh, this place is exciting. This place has something, right? Well, I was going to say, when you say perfect examples, a blank canvas, you drive out, there's like, I guess for you, it must be looking <laughs> at like, oh my God, there's this canvas I can paint on right. and it's this massive wall. But, um, so outside art, uh, did you, you both like founded it back, was it six, 2016, I think I read, but that was both of you or did you kind of... Yeah, we joined forces at that to start. Julia, yeah. Julia approached me, but yes, we we yeah we sort of formalized it. I was doing this uh, creative community fellowship, where I was working with like fifty other people across the country virtually, and then we like met in Seattle, and it was really giving you the tools to start something. It was pe- culture makers, change makers in their community, all different kinds of artists or people working in other kinds of organizations and how they were um, making their communities better. So I felt empowered to, well, let's formalize this. We had, I had worked on the Mountain Lake Mandala um, with Mountain Lake PBS and SUNY Plattsburgh, and I had organized all the community tile making events. So over 300 community members made tiles for the Mandala, which is, you know, outside of our house bistro. And just seeing the response from the community, it was like really inspiring. And then Amy, uh, with Shauna Armstrong, you had organized the Battle of Plattsburgh mural on the side of 30 City Hall Place. And then we we just said, we should do this. Keep we should going. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> so we sort of formalized it in a way, gave ourselves a name and applied for a grant the second time, because the first time we applied, we didn't get it. 
and then the part, rest is, right and part yeah. of it was really educating the community once yeah. the pbs mountain lake mandala hit the walls people are like "Ooh, what's this this is yeah. exciting yeah. and interesting um how do we make more and that sort of we took that momentum and sort of ran with it so, so how does so i guess describe outside art like how do you you said you're the producers of it so kind mm-hmm. of talk a little bit about that sure you so basically um in people will come to us with walls or there's a wall that you know we think a mural uh, would be great on and so it, it sort of works both ways and then we connect sort of artists to the walls we raise the money um, we deal with the logistics issues in terms of preparing the wall and providing the paint um, we are a partnership we're not a nonprofit but we partner with nonprofits for our fiscal sponsor um, for us to be able to like produce the whole thing so say if you want a, a mural on a wall you can uh, hire outside art to produce the whole thing for you. So, right. It, you need like a few things. You need an artist, you need a wall, you need materials, you need funding. Um, and we sort of make all that work together. I'm the one that's on the lift, <laughs> running the actual lift, um, with my pink sunglasses. Um, and I actually do a lot of the painting as well. And we have a really nice, team of artists we are always like welcoming new artists and looking at um new opportunities and searching you know we we can't really walk around downtown without saying oh this would be that's there's a spot and there's another spot and our um so when you're when you're putting the murals on a wall some of these are obviously privately owned so it means it are the owners of these properties inviting or like welcoming hey we'd love to have you dress up our place a little bit yeah, mostly, right. Mostly, so so yeah. they're all they're all privately yeah. owned, I think. Yes, which makes this is why we've had so much success, I think, is um working with like a city or municipality owned building, there's gonna be a lot more red tape. Mm-hmm. So with a private owner, um, you have a little more freedom and leeway. And it's sort of again, like Amy and I this just sort of has organically grown. I don't think we ever mm-hmm. expected I mean, I didn't that we'd have, what, 15 murals um, five years later, and there, we get requests all the time. So there hasn't been, um, we haven't had any major challenges of like needing to get a wall and the wall hasn't come through. The, I just remember in the beginning, though, during the Mount Lake Mandala mural, <laughs> I, I had to convince the owner of that building um, that it would be okay to put the mandala there. And at first, you know, there was a lot of hesitancy and didn't understand, but I know that that person now is totally on board and, and gets it. And I think since then, mm-hmm. um, it's been more of like, every, so many people want want a mural or they, right. they give us ideas. They're like, you should do this and that. And we'd love to, but again, we're just two people. And we always say we don't own the corner of public art in the right. city at all. We mm-hmm. hope that we've, you know, sort of uh, paved the way or open the doors for just art to be a normal part of our city now. Yeah. You know? Well, I always look at the one that you just described. I mean, I've seen it in so many backgrounds of Instagram posts because right. people get photos in front, which is great. Right. They're spreading the, that. And then the, 
the one just right outside Ashley's Furniture was the right. same thing. You always drive by and there's people, people getting photos out there, tourists. And stuff. the new yeah. one, the new garden mural that you mentioned yeah. earlier. It's so funny. Everyone's doing back to school pictures and, yeah. and senior <laughs> portraits. And that's a real hot spot for senior portraits. Love and, it. and hopefully I'm hoping to get some prom photos. Yeah. Maybe some weddings. Yeah. yeah. It, it is a great background. And, it you is. know, what a cool thing to be able to do that in Plattsburgh. I was looking at the photo. Did you do like a miniature scavenger hunt on there? We did. Okay. So there. I think bugs, mushrooms, cats, definitely cats because it's cats. on the um, Cat's Meow thrift store. So with just a little nod, we like to recognize the places and some of it is very strategic where we place things and what we, you know, it's nice to see the Jean Arthur mural mm-hmm. um, near the Strand from Art Center. You know, we like to think that all of these fit into a sort of um a place and time. So when you guys find a, uh, when you find a wall, who makes the decision of what the mural is going to be? Is it the <laughs> artist that you, that the, the person that owns the building? It's gone both ways. Um, so for instance, with, well, with the Jean Arthur mural um, and the Michael Anderson mural, they're both painted by um, Brendan Palmer Angel, who is originally from Plattsburgh and he lives in New Orleans now. And he's okay. apprenticed with like German mural artists and he's, that's, he's very gifted in that medium. Yeah. Um, we had the idea for uh, Jean Arthur. That was Amy's idea. And then Michael Anderson was suggested to us. And then we talked to Brendan because he's a wonderful um, portrait and he had artist. actually reached out to us to see if there was anything he could yeah. do. And, you know, after we saw his work, we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please. Oh, he's, he's incredible. Yeah, Both right. those murals are like, they're Amazing. almost like so real, like they're coming off the, coming off the wall. And so he, yeah, yeah, we're hoping he, for, you know, hoping for more, for and another one next he summer. He just um, completed one in Malone as well that we yes. should mention. So the idea that one of the things in our mission is that not only do we celebrate and promote our, you know, our murals and artists, we promote, promote the arts as well. So we, we are like happy to share anything that Brendan does or any other public art that we see. It's a nice way to educate people about what's going on. Um, so both, both Jean Arthur, she was, she was an actress from Plattsburgh, right? Yeah. She was born in Plattsburgh, but she, and then she moved, I think, but it's pretty amazing. If you've seen any Jean Arthur movies, you might not be like, what, 1930s Hollywood? What, what is there to see? She's incredibly funny. So I think having her being born in Plattsburgh, we should be really proud because yeah. she's so hilarious. And talented. And talented. And it's, and it's nice to recognize a woman in the arts and celebrate the arts. I think it's yes. really important. Well, it's one that, this one's when you, because it's in a spot yeah. that it's not very high foot traffic. Yeah. So, but well, when you see it, it almost catches <laughs> you off guard because you're like, Wow. What is this thing? Right. It's yeah. amazing. Well, there's when Amy said we do things strategically, there is a reason that we do have some hidden murals. So not only Jean Arthur in Protection Alley, there's also the Harvest Mural by Garan Burton, which is behind the co-op in that little parking lot area, you know, behind Iris's. It's like a, it's okay. the secret spaces of Plattsburgh. And the you idea go down by the, down by the water there, by the river. Well, so if yeah. you go, you know, down these like two little tunnels yep. and yeah, I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's near the river. But the idea is that in the future, the murals are there. Perhaps these spaces could be, you know, be alleyways that come alive with, you know, little cafes or restaurants or, I mean, I think about the Michael Anderson mural Mm -hmm. was there before the arts park. Right. right. And now it fits in really great. Yeah. It's nice. So, oops. So So I think that hopefully that's sort of 
going ahead and saying, hey. Yeah. So, can, so sort of it works like to go back to your original question, like which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. <laughs> so sort of both. And um, for some reason, it always works out the way, yeah. whether it's someone coming to us with an idea, an artist with an idea, like where, will, where can that go? Um, for the garden mural, you know, I, I wanted to do a community garden mural after last summer. We had such success with the migrations mural that included over 50 artists, including Plattsburgh State International students. And where was that one? That's on Court Street, 17 Court Street, across from Trinity Park. And um, Oh, yes, yes. So By the one... Uh, by the bookstore? By the right yes. Right it, on the wall there? Yes, okay. around the corner from that. So there is one on the, the Woods and Wild Things, which was one of our early murals. Early ones by Norman and Tori Tabor. Who is, are, right, on the yeah. side of the bookstore. But if you keep going down Court Street, you'll find there's a tree with 50-plus different birds from pe- representing people from all over okay. in our community. But that was such a nice process to have, especially during the pandemic, yeah. because it's an activity that you could do safely outside, and you can still see everything outside safely. So we wanted, we knew we wanted to do that again, include a lot of different artists and flowers and a garden was like the perfect, perfect tool. So what, what is the vision for outside art like going forward? Like, you know, obviously you just mm-hmm. talked about potentially opening up spaces that might be a little more lively mm-hmm. in the future, but it's, you know, do you guys have any uh, byproducts of what you're trying to do right now? Like maybe long-term? Um, well, I mean, since we did the migrations mural last year in the community garden, this one, we thought... Um, it's really nice to always have a community one where different Mm -hmm. local artists can be part of making the mural and then coupled with maybe a large scale, more single artist piece, uh, with Brendan or an artist that's not from here. So we sort of are bringing new people in and also celebrating our local artists. Um, I think, you know, moving forward in the future, Amy and I are very busy people. (laughs) And so whether we keep up this momentum or uh, we get more support from, say, the city. We've done so much for the city. Um, And you could see sort of funding or uh, just making our lives, I guess, a little easier where we get a little more support to make this happen. Is Mm -hmm. this part of, you know, a city program? Um, I would love to see it continue, whether it's Amy and me or not, you know, it's hard to say. We'd never planned. We never like did like a, and we never like, planned like opportunities sort of, they find just us. find yeah. us. Yeah. So, so we're, you're just like kind of riding the wave yes, right now. It's fun. I think so. Exactly. There's so yeah. much excitement and everyone's always asking what's next, what's next. <laughs> yeah. But, um, we were really lucky to have the County health department had a wonderful grant this year and we applied for with other groups for a bunch of them and got them all. So we didn't expect to create so much art this summer and it was really incredible. We hope we have an opportunity like that again. That was perfect. Yeah. Cause we, the Clinton County health department had all these grants for businesses and organizations to animate their spaces in different ways, whether it's painting sidewalks or a mural or the bike uh, racks, the bike racks that are so fabulous. (laughs) And so it was a great way for, you know, uh, organizations or businesses to partner with us and they could write us into the grant and we could make it happen for them. So it was a really great Um, model but we also also really like to keep people guessing and surprise people and keep some things like we have ideas and we get people contacting us and we're a little picky I would say a lot picky and 
Um, P- picky on location or picked, picky on what's going to go there? On Both. everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We want to keep a certain aesthetic and a level. Um, and it's really important for us. Our artists get paid and we're not doing anything commercial. That's one of the things when, we, when it comes to creating art. We want it to be for everyone and inclusive and really positive. But I think we also like to surprise people and be like, what? When did that happen? What's, what's happening? Um, we like that mystery and excitement. Have, have you ever or could you paint something where you kind of block it off where nobody can see it until it's done and they just like pull down the curtain? <laughs> That, that would be really, really cool. They put like um, lights up and stuff and try to paint, try to paint like at night in the dark. I know when we do our unveilings, it's not like we're pulling off a big sheet <laughs> off the wall. Like, but we cut a ribbon. Like, that there are eyes everywhere in Plattsburgh. Yeah. That's one of the things. What's going on here? I saw this. Yeah. What's that? Do you know anything about this? My mom actually did a did a little pop up mural um, in the last couple of weeks, and people were writing me like, nobody told us about this. <laughs> What's going was that, on? Was that the one on Oak Street? Yes. Yeah. 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 little one on Oak Isn't Street. Isn't that great? Though? Yeah. You're just you're like, like, oh, what's so it's that? like a bonus, you know, and and um, yeah. and and right, and how much how much notice do people need? And I, I sort of like people discovering things and think, oh, I saw something yeah. happening. What's happening? That's how I find. I mean, you just drive around, but it's like, yeah. you know, if you don't take the same path every day, right. and all of a sudden you take this back, wait, wait they yeah. put, a, put another one up. But yeah. I mean, now following you a little bit on social media, like yes. you kind of see it a little bit, but yeah. it was like the one, um, was it South South Peru Street or Platt Street? What was the one you guys did down? Um, With the fire station? Yeah. Was yeah, it? that one's really great. Because that one popped up pretty quick too, but that was yeah. a community effort. Yes, yeah. and it was so nice to have the the fire station help out. With, they had the the ladder trucks i know there have a, there's a fancier name for ladder bucket truck, truck bucket. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's something but it was so nice of them to be out there and they were really concerned they were going to mess it up but they were really good about coloring the lines <laughs> <laughs> just say like just put it up it's like just paint inside this yeah no, they yeah. were amazing and it was such a nice um right so that sort of kicked off our season and yeah. we started to wrap it up when it starts to get cold and that was a partnership with the mm-hmm. new york state art teachers association isata yes. right and the, art, and the fire station and the health department. Yeah. So um, how many more, are you doing any more actively right now? We or have, any of that, that maybe it's not little, secret if it's we secret. We do have a mini one. Actually, if you go outside, you can peek. that We have a little mini one that we did actually get permission from the city to do. It's a, and we, we, I'd like to do more of these little, the little, little tiny, tiny secret things. things that pop up. So it's our first adventure in what we're calling Platt's Curb. We're animating the curbs with yep. um, a bassberg. So there's a little bass trail that leads from the oh, marina to okay. the arts park. And we're doing, <laughs> we're doing, so I, it's really funny. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew McGill had the idea of doing like little stuff and it's, um, it's fish that say Plattsburgh and it's, you can follow the fish and they will lead you from the marina. Yeah. Um, are you guys trying to turn this maybe into a scavenger hunt in the future or do some kind of maybe fun, like yeah. something fun around it? Yeah, we love the idea of using art for wayfinding and having yes. things. Um, we were talking about doing, Andrew and I were a little punchy the other yeah. day when we were inhaling all the spray the paint. paint fumes. <laughs> uh, we were talking about having like zombie carrots that lead you to the <laughs> to the farmer's market or something. Yeah, we could do all sorts of different little curb arts that yeah. lead you different places. Different places, right. You know, like outside for you, you could have the... Like some shamrocks. How, how did, <laughs> just like, shamrocks. I was going to say, like a Yelbrick Road, just a bunch of shamrocks all around. Yeah. Got to get Andy and Hannah on something, yeah. kind of decorate Well, they that. can have the pot of gold. <laughs> there you go. I love it. You put Andy as a leprechaun. He's got enough yeah, energy. Yeah, that so. happens. <laughs> um, so when you do talk about the, cur- the curb art, is that 
Is that on top or is that on the side of the A curve? little bit of both. And um, we're... Ex- Does that make the angle a little hard to try to paint? experimenting. <laughs> we're trying it. Yeah, it is both. So it'll look like they're like swimming, but we want pedestrians to see it and... You know, maybe we'll do a salmon a salmon run coming back down. We'll figure it out. But yeah. it's been really fun working with that scale. And I'm I'm guessing the city's been very supportive in a lot of this. Yes, they're really supportive. Yes. They've been really supportive, and um, you know, we're bugging them about more opportunities for crosswalks and electrical boxes. If you look around, there's so many sort of mm-hmm. spaces, and it doesn't have to be big spaces. Mm-mm. It can be little things. Just little things. Well, that's the thing I think I, I like the most is the vision you guys have, just to pick something that looks bland, like to, to the naked eye, and then mm-hmm. you're kind of like a trained eye for you guys right. to look yeah. at. Like, no, that's that's a work of art. We can make that into something. You'll start yeah. noticing stuff too. Now that we're talking about it, you'd be like, oh, look, there's that, a was space. that the reticular activator, <laughs> yes. whatever. You start going out, yeah. start seeing all the bass everywhere. Yes, yeah, right. and then more people might want to like make their place is colorful too right. i mean we do spend what six months out of the year here and it's pretty cold and mm-hmm. gray we might as well make it more fun by what yeah. we see in our you know add a little personality to the, yeah. to the north north country yeah uh, so what about the art park that's been that's i say fairly new but you just did the ribbon cutting was it last week week before yeah september 11th during the battle Plattsburgh weekend and that was so it's the betty little arts park Yes. Is this the correct term? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So kind of explain that situ or that whole project. Well, that is not our project. We are a part of that project, right? That was that was part of the downtown revitalization grant money from Cuomo um, was this arts park. And I know the city partnered with Saratoga and Associates who did the the design of the park. Um, and they, I think they, they did a wonderful job. But we, Amy and I, were invited to be part of a group um, – to uh, when they had a bunch of they had a request for sculptures for the park and so we were on a committee that helped look at the sculptures and decided the sculptures and And hopefully I think that we've been invited to do a something with a splash pad yes yes make some add some colors and so we'll maybe put a little magic that's right i saw a cactus out there is that (gasps) yes was that one of the ones you picked of course yeah and it's interactive so that's also andrew mcgill who's doing the bassberg who's doing the the fish (laughs) um well so there's a splash park and there's obviously landscaping there's picnic tables out there now what else is in that i i haven't walked through it yet i've driven by it and it kind of looks much nicer than before so so we're hoping actually to get some more interactive sculptures um since everything's on loan right now as we move forward it would be nice to have some maybe some art that you could climb on like a sculpture mm-hmm. or something that was you know something for playground. kids to climb could and you rotate it out you said it's on loan so it is and and i think that's one of the plans is to rotate it out although that might you know it'd be nice to have some things that are permanent as well yeah so a mixture of permanent sculptures and then different artists that come in which is a great way to bring people into the community and uh, are there plans um yeah you obviously have the mural right there on the on the side but mm-hmm. is there plans to finish off anything mural wise up there because you still have kind of a strip yeah. that goes across yeah that, so, uh, yeah we did have some ideas we that we were talking ideas. about we always have ideas <laughs> yeah. and there's some other walls on the other side that yes. we're like thinking about as well but there are always you know possibilities for more because it's just a, yeah. i mean like i said it's arts park so it's just yeah. cool yes. it's just littered with art all over the place and absolutely kind of go through like a uh like i said almost like a color like a rainbow you just like splash yeah. through it yes. yeah you walk through and like confetti goes yeah. on you. <laughs> i just yeah. it's like kind of like willy wonka it's like you go yes. through the river all the colors are all yes, everywhere and that's gobstoppers and we yeah. want to yes we would like to get our hands on a few other places in there yeah. 
Um, so how do you get the artist to like, what's the, what's the process of bringing the guy who did the, the, the you know, the Gene, uh, Gene Arthur mural and, or just local artists. Like you're, obviously your parents have done some stuff, but mm-hmm. is it people, you know, is it people that apply? Is it people you just kind of go f- kind of sniff out and find out someone who's good? I mean, it's a mixture of both. Yeah. We, we've actually never have had to really seek out artists yet. Um, we did work with, um, we did a project with ADK Action in Keysville yes. this year, and that was nice to reach out to some new artists from Saranac yes. Lake area and Vermont. Um, we did a, a really nice project with them, a 90-foot mural in the middle of downtown Keysville. That was down the brick wall? Yeah, yes. yeah. and community as well. Yeah. So that sort of t- took us out of Plattsburgh a yeah, little bit. which was nice. And that was, an, we did search a little bit for that. That's right, we did. Um, yeah. But that was really, the first, but now we have, you know, more people in our... Mm-hmm in our bag of tricks to yeah. choose from. Well, it's, it's like we have like a whole community and roster of artists and um, we're always welcoming and opening our doors to any artist that wants to get involved and depending on the number of projects. But also there's some artists can just run with a project mm-hmm. and, a, and a wall on their own with someone else. Like we don't need to be there to do that. So hopefully we're also, you know, connecting artists to other projects that we're not even a part of. Right. Um, but that's why we love this idea of a community mural, a kind of community mural every summer for all sort of what we call them our Plattsburders from the Migrations <laughs> mural, that they can be a part of it and work together. So when the art's going on, there's not a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, supervising on your part. It's more of you kind of yeah, just say, hey, yeah. here's your wall. We just make it look like there's not. Um, I would say, you know, everyone wants to participate in this. And I don't think that people understand how much time and effort goes in to make like, oh, that just popped up and it was started and finished in two weeks. And yeah. I always say, well, two weeks and two years. Yeah. The behind the scenes is really a lot. For every hour we have community members painting, it's 30 hours of time for Julia and I to prepare. So the idea that it looks like, oh, well, I can just show up for an hour and paint my thing and go is really not true. So it looks like we're there. So no, so, so what's yeah. the process? It's like, what's the, like the stuff we don't see? Because you, you just said that and it, that sounds right? shocking to me. So yeah. like, what, what's the process that we, those 30 hours... Well, to, uh, 30 to one first hour of all, we ratio. have to find the wall, the artist, the funding. We write grants. This is, we're starting sort of grant season. Yeah. So something that we're planning next summer or the summer after, we have to start raising money for now. Yeah. So the, right, and the permissions and all of that. Yeah, so right. So for, you know, we have a season of making the art, which is when it's good weather, mm-hmm. let's say May through September. And then the other times it's, you know, uh, raising money, Uh, getting some artist sketches, getting permissions from walls, figuring out, do these walls need work? Um, A lot of coordination and um, meetings and things that lead up to when the actual painting time leading up to that is so much more time than the actual painting time or depending on, um, you know, the nature of the piece. When it's a community mural, there always needs to be someone there sort of supervising and with the supplies and um, when it's working with someone like Brendan, we sort of check in and make sure everything's okay for him and he has what he needs, but we don't need to like stand and supervise the whole time. But, you know, when working with like, an artist like Brendan, we have to um, look at sketches. Uh, he does research, coordinate with different people. Like the biggest thing we, yeah, right now coming up are raising money and coordinating some 
space, space, space issues. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's always something going on, but I think, you know, it's, it's nice that people think, oh, that just happened in two weeks. Well, yeah, you don't so want to see all that work. You yeah. don't want to see like, like the behind the scenes, but it is, it's sort of like 24 seven when it's a mural's like the, going the on. iceberg analogy where you only yes. see the tip of the iceberg outside the water yes. and underneath yeah. is like 90%. Yeah. 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 Um, so when, when, uh, before the art goes up, do you, when you talk about prepping, are you talking with the artist, talking about what they're painting, talking about how they're going to paint it? Do you guys step in and make any changes or suggest any changes? Well, it depends. For example, with Brendan, like he always has a sketch and he starts working and then he'll also be like, oh, it was really interesting with um, the Michael Anderson mural because um, Colonel Joe McNichols from the Plattsburgh Air Force Base Museum said, hey, you know, pilots are always shown with their vessels. Yeah. And he really w- in- insisted that there be the space shuttle be part of the the artwork and it wasn't originally planned. And of Mm -hmm. course, like getting educated about that, Brendan was very um, positive about doing that. He was really excited about it. So it was something that we didn't know. And so that sort of changed in the moment. So that's like the spaceship flying around the moon in the corner. Yep. Okay. Which, which I think adds to it. Of course. Yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. Especially, yeah, to see that and, and they want to be celebrated for the, you know, that's a big deal. Um, and, so, so when you're doing, but you, there's not a lot of change on your part. It's mm, more of like, so it, it depends. It depends on the yeah. garden mural as we had five lead artists working on the, the garden mural. It's a huge space as we were making stuff. We're like, oh, we need some more red here. So like, maybe some tulips. Like as we were, we, we started with an idea and as it got filled in, we worked together to sort of decide what it needed. So something like that with the bird mural, some of the community garden murals that are a little, I guess freer mm-hmm. we filled in what we needed but you you started with like a mock-up and an outline yeah we always um do a mock-up of what it will look like on the wall you know in a especially when we apply for grants we have to sort of show you know a sketch or possibly what it would look like um and then for the community murals you, you'll look at that and then you fill in all the individual artists work so it's a little different when you're working with a single artist. We're going to see sketches and see, you know, what works and what doesn't work. So there's always, it's more of like a collaborative process. It's we're, always we're, collaborative. Yeah. We're yeah. never like, no, we don't <laughs> like that color. Yeah. So mostly there is a lot of free reign then for the artists to yes. kind of yeah. just yes. put it's, their own yeah. expression up. Yes. Of course. Very collaborative and we're very supportive. And, yeah. So how is yeah. the... Again, my, my art knowledge is very limited. Like if you were to make, so let's take the Gene Arthur mural because I'm just looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah. How do you go from a sketch? Um, how hard is it to go from probably a piece of paper that he sketched it out on to something that's we can't reveal 30 or 40? <laughs> is, is there like, a, but is there like a weird, I mean, how many times does he have to get off the scaffolding? Like go step no, back and lot. look up. So he was lucky on that one. Actually, he had a boom lift so mm-hmm. he could swing out and step back and look. But we always, um, we don't always, well, sometimes we'll project the image. So in the middle of the night, we call mm-hmm. ourselves the art ninjas. Like the Batman symbol? Yeah, we, we do. We project the image <laughs> to funny. outline it and spray paint it and just to create a little guide. Yeah. At least the boundary line, almost like yeah. doing a puzzle, getting all the exactly. outsides done first. Yep. Yep. And that's really helpful for him. And But Brendan's a pro. He knows what he's doing. And he honestly won't reveal all the secrets. So no. you can try to, try to ask him. It's just him. amazing how you can blow it up that big. Yeah. Considering that. Yeah. Because I'm just in my my head, I'm looking. I'm like, if he's doing, say, her hat or her forehead. Yeah. When he's actually up there, he's like a speck on that uh, wall. Exactly. And it's like, I'm just yeah. doing 
black and then i'm like i don't know what shade and then yeah. you got to jump back really to like appreciate all the difference yeah. in color that yeah. one was interesting because he actually had spray painted all these codes and he said it was a technique that he was trying and he had like symbols it was like upside down question marks and curly cues and he knew what they meant and he was the only person who knew what they meant and there was some sort of symbol that he was using and it was funny for people what does that mean I'm like, i don't know <laughs> so so from from an artist's perspective there's yeah. a lot of different ways of going about yeah. art and how they yeah. how they pro yes. like you said symbols or yeah. way that he has a, yeah. kind of a cheat sheet for them yeah um and he's probably our most experienced large-scale artist that yeah. we've worked with um we like to also provide opportunities to do mural for, for artists, but maybe this is their first time putting a mural on a wall. And so it's there's different techniques because it's hard to sort of expand a painting. Um, right, and might and not always translate. And yeah. I think when you're... Like what, what people see, I, you know, a lot of times it has to be big and bold in order... And simple. To, right, to be mm -hmm. recognized. Is, is too much detail a bad thing on big murals? Um, for me, too much detail, I think, takes away from the large impact. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it works when we have our community murals because you have a large sort of scene and then you're filling it in. And also you can get close and find different things. Yeah. Like it's nice with the garden where you can see the sun almost everywhere. You can see the sun going over the bridge. You can see the sun from all different places, from Oak Street. It's so funny. The sun's like, but then to get close and see the little bugs you know, well, you said it's like a, it's almost like the I Spy books back yeah. in the day. You kind of yeah. look and find like, oh, there's yeah. that kind of flower. There's a little cat flying exactly. on like flying through the air yeah. on you know. What, so, um, is it now? What can we see more? I think you you kind of touched on a few things, but you have the wall murals, but you talked about the sidewalks, talked about the curbs, talked yeah. about the bike racks. Is there anything else you guys have in your mind of like things you would like to paint? <laughs> okay, I know you got ideas, so I'm sure that, I'm sure you well, thought about. I'm looking at the sewage. Treatment water <laughs> treatment center right now. I think we should just. I would plant love trees. to see that. I know. Yeah, that'd be I great. know that's one of the things we've been approached about, like in the past. But I also think like there um, there are a lot of opportunities. There's stairs. I've seen mm -hmm. um, a lot of municipalities have done really cool things with stairs. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm a big. I'm hoping for like a lot of little things oh, yes. too. Not just the big things, but maybe some of the birds escape from the bird mural and some of the flowers escape from the garden yeah. mural. And we see some of these things carry us through downtown. Um, there are a lot of walls. And, you know, I'm hoping that we get some calls from people. What we would really like is if people are like, I have a building and I don't have an idea, just go wild. And that doesn't always happen. Yes. We've turned down some walls where people have something that they'd like to see that really doesn't fit our vision necessarily. So um, we'd love to get some people to be like, hey, do whatever you want. We trust you. <laughs> we'd so, obviously provide some sketches. Yeah, and some yeah ideas we would first. But... What, what's, uh, like, what's the vision for what you guys want? Like, what's your th kind of theme or what? what Every what would, blank uh, wall. And Amy said, paint the, town. paint the town. But, but like, what, what kind of art would pass is like, that's something that we would oh. approve versus something that you wanted. See, you don't, don't have to say the ones you would disapprove, but what yeah. kind of fits in the mold of where you really want? I think that's a hard question because I don't think Amy and I see ourselves as like the arbiters and judges of art. Right. I mean, we have certain tastes and style and I think we want things to be positive and welcoming and to reach a wide audience yeah. and not um, exclude certain audiences. So we do shy away from maybe anything that's very political on purpose. Mm -hmm. And we, we thought about that in the beginning because we thought that would be a good way for Plattsburgh to welcome the idea of art on a wall, which might be really crazy to some people. So, and uh, also things that have, like, there's some things that have been done. 
already. I'm like, maybe let's look at other things, like stuff that's been done and done and done and done. And a, a lot of um, downtown's filled with monuments and things that recognize Plattsburgh's history, but not all of the history. And I think yes. Julia was involved with a great project um, this summer that she'll, she can talk about. But I think it was really important to, to sort of shift like, whose place is this and yeah. who, whose stories, whose stories are, we telling? are we telling? It's really interesting and important. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, since we do have such history here, I also see like outside art providing um, sort of new monuments, so to speak, in quotations for the 21st like century. Well, no, just the idea of that, you know, a mural is a, a memory. Mm-hmm. We're, we're creating new sort of memories for the 21st century that maybe is not a Samuel Day Champlain monument, but it is a mural with cats. Or, <laughs> you know, it's sort of like we're creating a new, a new history. Um, and so Outside Art partnered with um, this Giagenta, which is the a Mohawk name for Plattsburgh, which means where one scoops up water. Um, we collaborated with this Giagenta Plattsburgh Art Project, which was a mix of um, Mohawk and, and non-Mohawk people. Um, we received funding from the Clinton County Health Department and the Charles Wood Foundation and what, the Price Chopper Golub Foundation. These were all grants that I wrote for the group, and we worked with... Um, a Mohawk potter, Natasha Smoke Santiago, and she created a turtle, which is at Peace Point Harborside, Plattsburgh, which is you know right right by the water, um, and it symbolizes the the Mohawk creation story. And there's going to be two more sculptures that are that are coming, and in the future that could be a place where um, you know we we can have indigenous ceremonies or, and it's right across from where the Samuel Day Champlain monument. So I know some people are like tear down the monument. Well, instead of tearing it down, we can just create another piece that's in conversation with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, again, with making things fun and playful, also we can have um, murals that are, you know, giving voices to other people in the community or other other works of art. I know Brendan has been interested in doing mural on the Underground Railroad as well. so, so our idea is to just keep animating Plattsburgh, yeah. keep painting yeah. the town, um, encouraging others to do so. You know, this is you know this is just the start of things. Yeah, so, to to care for your property, right? You can put some colorful flowers. Maybe you want some bright paint on your building, even homes, right, in the community. I was gonna say, have you thought about doing? I mean, I know most of them are kind of in the city, but have you t- like private? I say private residence where you just go to people's houses and yeah. paint the fence or paint like a couple columns or paint the steps or I guess we'd really have to start a business or with the, the door. Plattsburgers. Like I was, I mean, we see houses, but like you go, like I love seeing houses. They just have like a bright like yellow door or I a bright know, blue right? door or something that just Maybe sticks it'll out. Maybe will inspire people to do that. I think some of it is things that we can do, but also hopefully we empower people to take some initiative and do yeah. these things. We were lucky. Um, Les Cosgrove has done a lot of work with us, and she did work at. Uh, Clinton County Mental Health and Addiction Services and Children's Advocacy Service. She actually did paint the fence there, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it really changed the property. It really made the the whole thing, it feels very welcoming. (laughs) So I think, um, in general, we're just getting started, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're just getting started. I think the town's just getting started, and whatever happens will encourage and support it. Well, I think in the last couple of years, Platt, like, I'm a big like pro. I like Plattsburgh. I love Plattsburgh. I like the area. I like how mm-hmm. it's growing. And I find in the last couple of years we're starting. In the last couple of years we're starting to see 
um, some cool things pop up that I think get people excited about the area. And yeah. I think one of what you guys are doing is really cool because again, it, you know, I've lived here my whole life and now it's like the brightest I've ever seen it. And it's, and it's that's neat. And there's great. a few other people that have like little small ventures going on. Like that's, that's a cool yeah. thing. And people yeah. get excited about it. Like, yeah. um, like the mobile coffee bars, one thing, yeah. like yeah. Becky goes around and does it and people get yeah. excited about it. I'm like, well, we've never seen it before, but it's a cool right. idea. Right. And right. it fits right. and it's like a, it's, it's a little bit of a growth aspect. Um, so a couple Quick uh, rapid fire questions before we go. We got, how, how much? What's our time, it's Amy? Three fifty-three. Okay, two minutes. So do really, really, really quick. <laughs> go through. Um, how many books have you written? Th- this oh, is all right. stuff we're not going to get to, but I want to go quick if we can. Eighteen. Eighteen, and is just being Dolly your fi- most or your most recent? Is I have had one that came out last week. That. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so what's your most recent book? With the artist uh, Vincent Van Gogh with the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Okay. Then have you guys done anything with the Plastic State Art Museum? Yes. Yes. What? what pop art. We did the pop art. Oh, we yeah. Yes, yes, the- yes. We did the <laughs> pop art show, which is what um, my partner did with Amy. What was the name of the show? Pop for the people. Pop for the people. <laughs> yes. And then inc- I need more coffee. Yeah. yeah. That included <laughs> artists from... Um, from outside art with college students. It was awesome. And Andy Warhol. It was amazing. And the Plasper State Art Museum's collection. They have an incredible collection. And we might be doing something with them in the future, which is a secret. Uh-oh. Right? I don't know. Any, any time to getting the community, the Plastic State yeah. kids with the community, I think it's perfect. That's great. great. Oh, yeah, and, yes. And, and they actually you know, participated in some of our murals as well. Yes. All right. So favorite artist? Oh, my gosh. How do you pick an artist? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. It's your favorite kid, maybe. Frida, Frida Kahlo. Okay. I like the Hilda woman. What is it? Hilda of Unger. She was Swedish. And she, when she passed away, she didn't want her work to be seen until 20 years after she died. Really? And it's like really, really cool. It seems very contemporary. And I just think that's That's so cool. cool. Yeah. All right. Favorite style of art? Pop art. Uh, Yeah, I guess I would say like uh, expressionist. Okay. And what's your, what's artist has had the biggest influence on you? Um, probably, um, gosh, that's so hard. How do you, how do you pick? I would say Matisse. Okay. Uh, I really love, hmm. I like, like maybe Paul Klee. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And last two questions. Your favorite art piece, your favorite art piece, not of what you've done, but just your, it could be what you've done or someone else has done, but what's your favorite piece of art in the world? Ever. Like if I could take one home with me, if you'd have one on your, or on your mantle, like put put it in my pocket. Yep. Sure. You can get small, shrink it it down. It's really hard to choose. I I feel like, like Van Gogh. I I was looking at your photos. You get like the, I have a lot of Van Gogh. Van Gogh, like that bright, colorful. I know. Okay. So I'll, I'll pick a Van Gogh. (laughs) (laughs) Walk you into Starry Night. I don't want, no, I'll go, I'll go like not Starry Night. I'd like his bedroom, Van Gogh's bedroom. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go back to my roots in Philadelphia and do Robert Indiana's love sculpture. Oh, that's a good one. Love. Yeah. And last, last thing before we leave, how can any artist find you guys? Our Facebook page is, has all of our information. It has our, our mural map so people can go check out all the murals, walk around. And I say that. And also Instagram. We're on Instagram. Yep. Facebook and Instagram. At Outside Art Plattsburgh. Yes. Outside Art Plattsburgh. 
Perfect. Well, ladies, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank um, you for, for having, caring about the arts. I in our know. Community. I love it. I, I wish I was more artistic, but we have like some art. I have some local art in the in the office, and good for one you. One of the girls here uh, likes to paint and do stuff, Wonderful. so she's. Uh, no, I think it's cool. I like looking at it. I wish I could yeah. come gonna, participate next time. Yeah, let's make I, the I town will, more colorful. I will honk the horn and say good job, but I'll send some better artists than me. You don't want me to probably paint. I probably fill it in though. I probably make now, the fire now, we, now we're yeah. gonna find you and make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. So if you guys want to find them uh, outside art. Plattsburgh on Instagram and Facebook. Again, this is uh, Julia Devine and Amy Guglielmo. Thank you, ladies, for doing this. And keep, uh, like I said, keep brightening up Plattsburgh. It's uh, it's gonna be a cool place because of it. So thank you, thank you. That is episode one hundred and sixty of the Galen Trombley Show. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling G A E L A N. T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.